Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam. Welcome back, Sister Queen, Diva Goddess. I am so happy you are here. Hey, thank you so much for leaving ratings and leaving reviews on iTunes. It means the world to me. If you have listened to this podcast and it's done like just a little something for you, it brightens your day, it gives you a new idea, it changes your thoughts, like you're into it, do me a massive, massive, massive favor and go leave a review or a rating. It helps me get the podcast out to more people. It helps me bring on more interesting, amazing guests, and it would mean the absolute world to me if you could do that. When you do it, take a screenshot and send it over to me in my DMs or my Facebook messages, and I will send you something amazing in the mail as a thank you. So, all right, y'all, can I get real honest and like real, 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 real with you? So if you follow me on Facebook, I mean, not Facebook. <laughs> what am I even talking about? If you follow me on Instagram, I guess Facebook, but do you, does anyone even use Facebook anymore? Let's be real. I mostly just use Instagram. I use Facebook for business, but I really use Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram and you actually read my captions, you know that last week I finally shared what it is that I've been going through. And um, yeah, I went through a breakup over the last couple months. And it was something that I kept pretty private. I think that some people were like hawks on my social media and they realized that my partner was no longer in any stories, no longer in any posts. And I did receive some messages. Um, but I felt that it was something that I really needed to go through privately and process privately so that I could feel my feelings, heal my feelings, move through it, and be able to show up and serve you in a way that I feel is healthy and responsible. Um, so I have really strong feelings of when I'm actually in the midst of going through something that that's not the time to share because I am processing. But once I'm on the other side of the grief or the other side of the challenge, that is when I get to show up and share what was reality and what was truth for me and what served me. And what I have noticed is that I'm getting a lot of questions right now as I'm starting to share that of, well, Sam, how, how did you go through that in private, but still show up publicly and not really let it be known? Like, how did you not let your whole world collapse as you were moving through this? And how do you still build your business and build, you know, faith in your followers and build all of the other things that you want to be building in your life while going through something that's so massive, like heartbreak. And I think that's such an awesome question. And I think about it, even if I go back to my divorce, I think about how did I handle moving through heartbreak while still showing up as a successful contributing human in my life? And back in my divorce, it was a little bit different because it was something that I had chosen. So I felt faith 
I had that whisper, that nudge from the universe, from my intuition that, hey, Sam, there's something more for you. This isn't working for you. You need to follow this path. So I had a lot of faith back then that I would be okay. I had that faith in the universe, God, spirit, whatever you believe in. And it was really pulling me to my greater self. And so that was different for me because while it was incredibly painful, one of the hardest things I've ever gone through, truly, um, I still felt that that faith was pulling me through. Whereas in this situation, um, I did not choose this breakup, y'all. I did not choose it. And if I'm being totally honest, it ripped my heart out. I felt like the rug was ripped out from underneath my feet. And I do want to say that it's awesome. It's awesome. And I'm totally great. And I know with full faith now that I'm going to be okay. But in the moment that it happened, it felt like I was blindsided. Now, if I go and look back, there were red flags, orange flags, yellow flags that maybe could have led me to see that this might be the case. But because I wanted to ignore those flags, I thought that, hey, me and this man were getting married. I thought we were getting engaged this summer in Portugal. I mean, there were all the things, all the things. And so when this initially happened, I had no idea. And so it felt really different than me walking away from the marriage. In fact, it almost felt like the roles were reversed here, that my partner was the one that was walking away from this and I was the one that was like, oh my God, what the F? And so I had to move through that, all the layers of grief, to be honest with you. I was in the shock phase. I was in the sad, like on the bathroom floor crying phase. How will I ever feel good again? I moved through the anger phase, the acceptance phase. I mean, I went through it all. And what's super cool is that because of the amount of personal development that I have done in the last five years, I feel like while even though it was shitty and painful and terrible, I moved through it rather quickly. And you know what? Let's be real. I'm still probably moving through it. And there might be days in the future that hit me. And I know that that's going to happen potentially, but I know that I'm going to be okay. So I want to really share some of the things that I've learned over the last couple of months in how I've been able to move through this in a way that really is supporting my highest good. And I'm going to give you a list of things that I did, and hopefully they will serve you in whatever it is that you're going through. Because let's be real, the world is a wild place right now. And whether you are moving through a breakup, have gone through a breakup, have initiated a breakup, are on the receiving end of someone breaking up with you, whether you have lost your job, you're furloughed, you've walked away from your job, your job is paying you at... 50%. Um, if you know your finances are now like, what the heck is going on because of said relationship or because of said job? If your health is feeling wild and crazy because for the first time ever, you're just sitting home and you've been eating and drinking and you don't feel like yourself. Look, if you're going through anything right now, I feel you. And I'm going to share these things that might support you in moving through the tough stuff. So the first thing I did, and you guys are going to be like, Sam, you're a broken freaking record. But the first thing I did was ask for support. But I want to like break down what asking for support looked like in this situation. So first of all, I have an incredible group of like core best friends that are always there for me. And I want to say that I've had to cultivate that over the last couple years. Some of these friends I've had since I was literally 10 years old, but cultivating female friendships 
when you're not going through shit is really important. And this is something I think I need to do a whole nother podcast on about cultivating female friendships because a year ago, I didn't feel like I really had a strong core group of women in my life. It was something I actually had to work on. It was a goal that I set for 2019. It's an intention that I set. And so now that I've worked on that, I feel like I do have this group of women, but that's a whole other um, podcast. But when asking for support, you know, you have to be very clear with what you want out of the conversation. So bless my friends and family for putting up with me. But when you're going through something, you know, sometimes you're not ready for them to be like, oh, your partner's horrible and it's his loss and blah, 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 blah. They're saying that because they want you to feel the way that they want you to feel. They want you to feel okay. But sometimes you're not ready to hear that. And in fact, like I even put this disclaimer out on my Instagram when I left this post up. I don't want any negative feelings or thoughts or comments directed towards him. This is not about him. This is about me and my journey. And by him stepping into his truth and saying, this isn't going to work for me, it's actually setting me free. And it's allowing me to step into this next chapter of my life where I will call in the person that I'm supposed to be with and the relationships I'm supposed to have. So I can really honor that he had to follow his truth and that's allowing me to live in my truth, in my highest version of my life. Because if he stayed in something that he was settling for or didn't want to be in or whatever the reasons were, then that kept me in the relationship. And so by him honoring his truth, it's actually set me free. So I have a lot of um, compassion for him and forgiveness for him and um, gratitude, to be honest with you, because without him living in his truth and honoring his truth, I wouldn't be able to move into my next chapter. So at this point, I don't really want to hear any negative stuff about him because I don't have negative feelings towards him. I also, in the beginning of this, felt so many hard feelings towards him that I didn't want to hear it from my friends or my family. So I had to be really explicit in the type of support. And gosh, if you talk to my mom or my poor sister, you <laughs> they'll say that I would be like, okay, I want to talk and I don't want to hear your opinion. I just want to like voice where I'm at. I want to get it out of my system and I don't want anyone's opinions. And so I would word vomit and be like, blah, 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 and I would cry and I would say, and I would, you know, whatever. And then they would <laughs> either come back with an opinion. I'd be like, stop, 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 stop. I don't want an opinion. I need, I can't have opinions right now. And then I would talk again. And then they, they started to learn what I needed. And I, they have so much patience for me and I'm so thankful for them because they would go, okay, so how do you feel about that? Okay. So what do you think about that? Or what do you need? And it was exactly what I needed. So you have to ask for the support that you want. If you need to vent, you need to call your best friend and say, Hey, I need to vent. Do you have 10 minutes? And the other thing I would always say at the beginning of this call with my best friends is, Hey, do you have mental bandwidth right now for me to talk for 10, 15 minutes? Because I didn't want to just dump on my friends and expect them to pick up the pieces. I needed to ask if they had the space in their own mental capacity to hold space for me so that I could word vomit for, you know, however long. So that is super important, A, to ask permission, and then B, to ask for what you need. And then there were other friends that I'm like, okay, so what do you think? What do you think about this? And know that I get to take their advice and decide what I want to do with it. Because in the past, 
when I was going through my divorce, I did not have a strong sense of self. And I would ask my best friends, well, what do I say to this text message? Well, what do I do with this? And what do I do? And I had to get everyone's opinions on how to move forward. Whereas now I'm really leaning into trusting who I am and what I need and what I know, and then asking for support from that place. So regardless of where you're at, ask yourself before you just go word vomit on someone, what is it that I need right now? Do I need a friend to hold space for me? Do I actually want advice? And if so, am I asking the right person for the advice that I want? And just get really clear on what you need. The next layer of support is y'all, I got down and dirty with all my self-care. I went back to my therapist and I had nice, lovely chats with her. I went back to my Reiki teacher. And in fact, because of that, because of my Reiki sessions and her helping me move through stuff, I decided to get my next level attunement so that I can practice Reiki on other people. This is something like my Reiki journey is another thing that I don't often talk about on the podcast, but that just helped me dive into my own level of healing. Um, What else did I do as far as support goes? I just would call on whatever it was that I needed. So I would call on spirit guides. I would call on my mentors in my business. I would call on my coaches in my mastermind. Even though it was a business mastermind, I knew that I was worthy of getting support on this next level. So I reached out to one of my coaches and you know we had an extra call that was just an additional thing. I didn't pay for it, but it was just part of the relationship that I have with this woman that, you know, she's not a friend that I would call every single day and be like, oh my gosh, this is the update or this is where I'm at today. But I wanted to let her know where I was in my life because it could affect my business. I told my business partners about it so they could support me. And when I was ready, I shared with my team because I wanted to share to let people know, hey, I'm going through something, but I didn't tell them what I was going through in the beginning. I would just say, hey, you're like, I'm going through some personal stuff right now and here's what I need, X, Y, Z. Can you take over this call tonight? Can you send me some extra energy? Can you send me some prayers? Like do not diminish asking for good vibes or some prayers. And it's a beautiful thing when you can ask for support and then receive support. Receive the support. Be open to it. You are not weak. You are not yeah, you're not weak. I don't even know what else to say. Like you're deserving of it. You're allowed to to get support. You're allowed to have someone pray for you. You're allowed to have someone send you good wishes or send you flowers in the mail or send you, gosh, my friends were amazing. I got candles in the mail. I got um, eye masks because my friends knew I was crying. I got, um, you know, amazing crystals and just care packages from beautiful, amazing women in my life. And that's a beautiful thing, but you have to ask for it. You have to be open, even if you don't want to share what's going on. And so in the midst of this, you guys, I I just want to say like, you know, on top of the breakup, there were things that were happening in my business that I might not ever share. There were things that was happening. One of my best friends was dealing with a breast cancer diagnosis and moving through that. I was moving back and forth across the country in a pandemic. Like this was a rough time for me. So I needed the support. I needed the support. Okay, that was number one. Number two, in order to show up and do what I needed to do, I showed up for my self-love challenge. I showed up for my clients. I showed up for my Arbonne business. I showed up for my workouts. Like I needed to focus on the task at hand. So I needed to create space for my healing and create space to get shit done. 
So for me, I know that I feel really good when I can accomplish something. And I allowed myself to say, hey, okay, what goals can I accomplish today? What can I do in my Arbonne business? What clients can I support today? How can I show up for my amazing women in the full out Facebook group and give them a free five-day self-love challenge? And you know what's so crazy? Is that that five-day self-love challenge was in the works way before the breakup happened. It was like the universe knew that I was going to need an extra level of support from the universe and from my my community. And I had this idea for the self-love challenge way ahead of time. And I just happened to plan it for where I was like, you know, a month into my healing, which was really crazy and wild. But I needed to focus on the task at hand. I haven't really been teaching because the gyms haven't been open. But when I was going through my divorce, I actually loved teaching because it took my mind off of my own stuff for an hour. So how can you focus on the task at hand? Can you tell yourself, Hey, I'm going to release this personal stuff and move forward with my business because my business makes me feel awesome. And I know that, Hey, I don't want my business to fall to pieces while I'm moving through this because I deserve better. I deserve more. And then creating space for healing and feeling the feeling. So I did that through and with the help of my Reiki teacher. I was in, um, you know, Zoom lessons with her while I was learning. I was doing actual Reiki sessions with her, getting getting practice on, and then I was giving her Reiki sessions. And those times that I allowed for healing um, were really important because you can't shove things down. And we know this, but I'm just going to keep saying it over and over again, because you know what? You never know when you're going to be ready to hear something. And I think that I've heard the same thing on a million podcasts, but it's like that one day that I finally was open to hearing it. You have to feel your feelings and you have to let the suck suck. You have to be okay with things not being okay. And by creating space for healing, That to me was like, okay, you know what? I need a nap right now and I'm gonna put some crystals on my heart and I'm gonna set the intention that for this nap, I'm gonna release anything that I need to release today. Or I'm gonna set the intention for healing. Or I'm gonna set the intention to just release and just be wherever I'm at, whether I'm sad, I'm tired, I'm cranky, I'm I'm hurt, I'm depressed, I'm I'm confused. I don't understand the answers right now. I don't understand the lesson right now. I just let myself be. So create space for feeling your feelings. I had a playlist, y'all, that was like, this is your crying playlist. So turn it on, go take a drive, and just freaking cry. And some of those drives were like the most cathartic, amazing things, like snot coming down my face, yelling, screaming at the top of my lungs, some of these songs, like I've always kind of done that. And and there's something amazing about processing like that. I also process in the shower. And I know that might sound weird, but one my hair girl who I love, Christine, I love you. She is an amazing spiritual queen goddess who also does amazing highlights. Um, I remember her telling me years ago that her mom would always tell her, you know, if you're not feeling good, go take a shower. Water is cleansing. And I always knew that the beach was cleansing for me, but look, you can't always get to the beach. So instead, go take a shower. The running water, you set that intention of, I'm just going to let the water wash me clean, wash me clean of the sadness, wash me clean of the confusion, wash me clean of like, oh my gosh, is this my fault? What, what guilt did I have in this? What part did I play in this? Like letting the water just run you clean. 
And whether you do that through a chakra cleansing meditation or you literally get in the shower and let water wash over you and you play that music that just gets you, ooh, it's so, so, so cleansing and cathartic. So give yourself the time and space to feel that and to like let it go and be ugly. You have to feel the feelings. You have to go through it. And, you know, the next thing that I want to say about that is you have to know what works for you. So I just gave you a bunch of ideas with the car, with taking a shower, with taking a bath, with turning on a playlist. I also did some like angry dancing, which was like so weird and wild and like something that I have never done before as a professional dancer. My dancing has always been like choreography and a set combination and I would just turn on music and move and just feel in my body, where was the energy? Where did I need to move? Did I move to like sad music and just like feel the sads? Did I move to like angry music or powerful music and feel the power or feel the anger or feel the sad? Like I had to physically move through it. And the other thing for me that I really, really, really needed was to write it out. So instead of texting my ex, I y'all don't text them, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it emotionally. Just write it out. Either send it to a friend, write it in a journal. And for me, I would write letters to my pain. I would say, dear pain. And I would just word vomit. Dear pain. I'm really freaking pissed at you. This feels shitty. I don't, I don't even know. I've had like one minute of light and then the next 59 minutes and the last hour have been dark. And writing that letter to your pain is so helpful because I find that processing through writing is very different than processing through speaking. Now, yes, I could speak for like hours to my friends and be like, I don't know, I feel better. Don't really know what I accomplished, but I feel better. But when I write in my journal, I can see it. I can go back a week later and be like, wow, I've really come a long way. I can go back three months later and go, wow, I was really hurting. And look how good I am now. Um, I had a journal throughout my entire divorce. I had a journal the year before my divorce. I've had a journal, honestly, since I was a kid. Um, and I find that journaling is really helpful. And, and if you're not a journaler, but you're like, I'm curious about writing, take all the rules away. There are no rules. Get out a notebook, get out a pen, and just start writing. Tell yourself, look, I'm just going to write down one page and there is no right or wrong. Just see what comes up. Today I'm feeling. And then insert however you're feeling and just leave your pen on the paper. You'll be amazed if you try to release any judgment about what comes out. And that was truly cathartic for me as well. There's also um, science on right brain, left brain work. So one side of your brain is responsible for the actual um, mechanics of writing, of telling your arm to move the pen. And it allows the other side of your brain to release um, emotion and things that are that want to come through. So journaling has been really helpful for me. And also it keeps you from writing that message to your ex that you're like, oh God, I never should have sent that. So thank God for journaling. There probably were some texts that I sent that I'm like, oh, Sam, you should have cut it off earlier. Um, but I'm really, really thankful that I was able to journal and get that out. The next thing I want to talk about is finding what makes you feel alive. You have to find something that makes you feel alive when you're going through the crap. Whether it is playing with your kid, playing with your dog, going for a walk, smelling the roses, and going to Trader Joe's once a week to buy yourself flowers. 
because you don't need a man to buy you flowers, girlfriend. You can buy yourself the damn flowers. Um, definitely have done that like every single week. Um, whether it is serving people, writing out gratitude text messages to people in your life, sending, um, what is this called? Sending thank you notes to people that <laughs> I'm like looking at my list. I'm like, what does that mean? Sending thank you notes to people and gratitude notes. How can you feel alive? What makes you feel alive? For me, it was showing up in my Facebook community when we had the full out free five-day self-love challenge. Were there days I didn't want to show up for it? A hundred percent. One hundred percent. I did not want to show up, but I did it anyway. And you know what? The second I showed up, I felt amazing. I felt supported by the universe and divinely guided to talk about what I needed to talk about. I love showing up for my clients when I'm going through my own stuff because it allows me to serve and put the energy on someone else. So how can you serve others and feel alive in that way? How can you donate to a cause? How can you show up on a Zoom? How can you show up in person? Can you go, you know, I don't know what it is for you. I know in in non-pandemic times, maybe that's serving at a shelter, serving meals. I, that's a huge one for me. I used to work at, or not work, I used to volunteer at a women's shelter in Long Beach. And it always made me release any things that I had going on with myself and realize like, okay, I'm going to be all right. Let me give back. Let me feel alive. Let me really be in my heart chakra and be in my highest good by giving back. Um, so what else makes you feel alive? For me, I started running. You know, we were in the pandemic, but nothing was open. I was by myself and I'm like, I just need to do something. I was having a hard time working out in my house and I'm like, I'm just going to start running. So I wanted to like set this goal for myself. I want to run three times a week. And heck, now I'm thinking about running a half marathon by the time my birthday comes around. But running made me feel alive. It helped me process things. It made me feel alive. It set a goal for me. It helped me accomplish something. So all of these kind of go hand in hand. The other thing that I've done during this process is know that it's temporary. Know that I'm going to be okay. But more importantly, ask for the lesson. Look for the blessing. I forget who calls it. It's a blessing, a lesson, and a blessing. What is the silver lining? What is the thing that I'm going to learn from this? And you know, my friend that had the cancer diagnosis, she and I would talk about this all the time. And she's like, I don't know what the lesson is yet. I don't know what the silver lining is yet, but I know she's like, there's got, this has got to be for some higher good. Like the universe or God doesn't just throw shitty things your way for no reason. Like there is a lesson in this. And that's what she and I would constantly search for. And you know what? In the depths of the suck, you're not gonna see the blessing. You're not gonna see the silver lining. You're just not, and it's okay. But at some point you will, and I'm at that point. For me, it was after I got over the anger phase that I started to actually see the blessing and, and really could feel that this was opening up this next chapter of my life and really feel so much gratitude and freaking excitement. I mean, y'all, I have not dated, like actually dated since 2010 in New York City when I was on Plenty of Fish website. There were no apps back then. I mean, good Lord, like it cracks me up. Like I cannot wait for this whole app situation. So if you have thoughts on like the hinge and the bumble and all those things, I am totally open to your advice and opinions. I think it's gonna be hilarious. But <laughs> I couldn't get there until I really felt all of the feelings. And when you're going through it, know that there is always 
things working for your highest good, for your highest self. And you will not become your highest self without the hardships and without the lessons. The other thing that I really rooted into was just trusting, trying to trust trying to have patience. And y'all, you saw it, you know, that's why I went skydiving because I was like, I really needed to like hit that final step of release. And and quite honestly, I feel like that was like the catalyst for um, true release and true surrender to the universe. So you ultimately know what you need. Even when you're going through the depths of the ugly, the suckiest part of the suck, you know what you need. And the only person that's going to be able to give it to you is you. It's not going to come from an external source. And even if it does, the external source might not give you exactly what you need because you're not asking for what you need, AKA the friends that are trying to tell you what to do, but you're like, friend, I don't need you to tell me what to do. I just need you to hold space for me. So only you know what you need. And this is true in your business. This is true in your relationships. This is true in your health and wellness journey. This is true in every area of your life. You already have the answers. The answers are within you. Ask your soul, ask your higher power, ask your heart, what do I need right now? And just to recap, ask for support. Create space for healing and feeling the feelings so that you can focus on the task at hand. Find what makes you feel alive. Serve others. Write it out. Know that it's temporary and ask for the blessing. My mantra in life the last couple years, aside from like all my like powerhouse woman mantras, is let it be easy. Let it be easy. Ugh, this horrible thing on my website with the technology and this is that. Let it be easy. Ugh, being in a pandemic where you're going through a breakup and you're living by yourself with your dog. Let it be easy. Me, starting new business ventures, figuring out X, Y, Z, let it be easy. Me, hiring a virtual assistant, I have no idea how to do that or what to do with that. What does that look like? Let it be easy. Oh, maybe me training for a marathon or a half marathon, definitely not a marathon, a half marathon. Ooh, but I'm not a runner. I'm not really sure. Let it be easy. Whatever you're going through right now, let it be easy. Let it be easy. Y'all. I hope you have the best day ever. If this podcast episode resonated with you, hello words, if this podcast episode resonated with you at all, do me a favor, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram, tag me in it. And most importantly, if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes, I would love you so, so, so much. I am sending you so much love. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.